Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, amigas, to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I'm very excited today because I get to have an amazing individual. Her name is Azucena Maldonado, and she is considered the golf queen. Hello, Latina golf queen. Yes, she is. And so today, I'm excited to have her here, and she's going to share a lot of tips on how we can get our golf, our golf on. So here we go. Azucena Maldonado is the founder and CEO of the Latina Golfers Association, better known as LGA. LGA was created in 2008. Azucena Maldonado created LGA to introduce women of all ages to the game of golf for their professional development, personal enjoyment, and to promote a healthy lifestyle. The LGA has introduced more than 1,400 women to golf. Oof, that's a lot. The response to the LGA's golf clinics, golf lessons, workshops, golf outings, tournaments, and receptions has been overwhelming. Women from all walks of life, including bankers, attorneys, corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, doctors, educators, housewives, media professionals, and students have joined the LGA network. Azucena has appeared in Golf Digest, Golf Business, the Southern California Golf Association, for Magazine, the PGA of America Magazine, NBC Latino, New Latina, La Opinion, and Latina Style Magazine, to name a few. Oh my God, if that's not enough. In 2015, Azucena was profiled in golf legend Arnold Palmer's Kingdom Magazine and appeared on the cover of Southland Golf Magazine, as well as featured in the PGA of America's National Magazine. Azucena was recently asked to join golf legend Annika Sorstam and LPGA tour player Paula Creamer on the advisory board of the newly launched Women's Golf. Ooh, oh my goodness. Wow. 
Azucena, that is a huge, huge, huge accomplishment. I feel like you've been all over the magazines. Oh my God. And I'm sure, okay, so amigas out there, you probably already know this, but I don't know how to play golf. And this is exciting to me that I get to have this amazing woman here because I'm sure I'm one of the, I would have been one of her students back in the day who didn't know how to play golf, but had that yearning to be involved in golf. So I'm excited here. Asusena, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome, my love. Thank you for being here at Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. I am delighted to be here. I absolutely love your handle. Amiga <laughs> Handle Your Shit, that is what it is all about. We got to handle our shit, and that's what we're going to do today because we're going to get everybody together behind knowing what golf is all about, but more importantly, how to connect with golf and why golf can be important to our lives. And frankly, I got to tell you, golf literally can open up your world and in some cases actually transform your professional life, if not your personal life. So I'm excited to be able to share my story and, and the story of golf and how Latinas and Latin Nexus can become involved in this, what I think is like the most amazing sport in the whole <laughs> world. That's what I think. <laughs> bravo, amiga. Uh, bravo to that. You know, I mean, especially right now, I mean, golf is the sport that you can play which is great. And I'm, I'm like, now I'm itching to play because I'm like, oh my God, this is like the, literally the only sports activity that people can actually go and play. Absolutely. That's one of the wonderful things about golf is that, well, not only do you get to be outside, it's always had this, you know, power to be with nature, to, you know, because golf really is, you're not competing against anybody else. It's just you and the golf ball and the golf course. And it's about your challenge with the golf course, not that you're playing against somebody else. That's really not what it's about. So the beauty of being outdoors, it's always been such a soothing sport for so many people. So especially in this time, it's a sport, it's a game, it's an activity that can we can do safely, socially distance. You literally, a golf hole, imagine, average golf hole, 250, 300 yards long, <laughs> yeah. right? That's there are <laughs> Four people playing in 250, 350 yards in the open, beautiful air. You're socially distanced. You're at least six feet apart, sometimes 100 feet apart. So it is just beautiful. It's safe. You get to visit with people that are outside your little bubble. So it's just been such a release and relief for so many people around the country, so much so that golf, literally, I think golf's of round, rounds of golf, depending on the golf course, have gone up 20, 40 percent, you know, in wow. a month. So wow. it's really been impressive. So it's people new to the game. It's yeah. people who were too busy to play. I mean, it's just been, it's just been phenomenal. And I just hope that energy continues and that we will be able to harness some of that and get our Latinas out on the course. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. That's like music to my ears. I want some of that, literally. 
like now, bring it to me now. <laughs> so tell me, Asusena. So I know you had a life prior to golf, and we all need to know what was that? Who was Asusena? Where did you live? What is your background? I mean, did you learn how to play golf because your parents played golf? I mean, so many questions. So many questions. Can you help us? So give us a like a brief story about your childhood and where you're from and now up to today. Well, I, I never would have imagined that today I would be talking to you or anybody <laughs> about having a life in golf. It was just not in my field of reference at all. I am a immigrant from Mexico, northern Mexico, Monterrey. My parents, I was born in Monterrey. My parents brought me to live in Texas, where I enjoyed growing up in such a bilingual, bicultural state. But because we're, you know, first generation immigrants, I grew up in very humble beginning, beginnings, actually was raised in the projects. Come on, golf is just not a part of that world. And in fact, so much so that in Mexico, Central South America, golf is for the most part a private sport. We're so blessed here in the United States that there's municipal public golf. It's accessible to everybody. In some of these countries, golf is really only accessible to those that belong to a country club. That's the only way you can play golf. So obviously that was not in my world before, but I moved to California knowing really nothing about golf, not even thinking that that was going to be my world. And lo and behold, I had been here all of a month and this amazing Latino who was a crazy avid golfer asked me out on a date. And on our second date, he took me to the golf course. He bought me a putter. Do you know, like when we play putt-putt golf or miniature golf, almost mm-hmm. everybody has done that. I consider yeah. you a golfer if you've done that. <laughs> you know, the, the stick that we play with is called a putter. Right. He bought me one of those, and he took me to the putting green, and he said, here, you know, let's try this. And I was like, wow, I can do this. I think I like it. And he took me under his wing. And for three years that he and I were in a relationship, he kind of sacrificed his life for me. (laughs) In those three years, that guy, uh, Miguel Fernandez is his name. He literally three times a week minimum, he would take me to the golf course And just to the practice area and just show me and show me and repeat and repeat until I got good enough to play the little bitty courses and in the bigger courses and bigger courses. But in those three years, he just held my hand, stood by me, made sure that I knew what to do, how to do it and become a confident golfer. But I didn't know anything about golf or the golf world or the culture of golf. I didn't even know that there was really business golf, right? So I just loved it. I mean, the minute I was there, I fell in love with it. And you can see why. It's just amazing. It's something that anybody can do. It's something that you can do with your family, your kids, your spouse, your partner. It's just an amazing place to gather with people. And so when somebody then found out I was a golfer, invited me to go play in a charity golf tournament, like a business golf tournament. And I said, okay, I'll go. And when I went, 
I was just blown away. I felt like I was in Disneyland for golfers. <laughs> I really did. You're at an amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, probably private country club. It's nothing but golfers, people who just are into the game or into the social fun of golf. Everybody welcomes you. And I just started meeting all these people because, mind you, remember, I'm sort of new to California, Southern California. And I started meeting all these people, corporate people, VIPs, elected officials. All of these people were there, right? Entrepreneurs, chamber people. Everybody was there. And here I am meeting all these people that I had only been seeing sort of from afar. And all of a sudden, here we were together on the golf course. And then they were like, oh, hey, Asisena, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, When you're golfers, here's the one thing I will tell our ladies. When you're a golfer, golfers, it's a fa- familia. It's a tight-knit familia. And we're like comadres. You know, like, <laughs> comadre, yes, you yes. your comadres back, right? Yes. Everyone, yes. We're, yes. we're comadres. We're, I'm going to help you. If you come to me as my comadre, with golfers. Golfers are a familia and it's kind of like comadres. So I started meeting these people. And then when I would go to do my regular networking, you know, at all the Latino organizations or chambers or business meetings, I would run into these people and then they would all say, Hey, you know, Asusena, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I would never have been able to, or no, it would have taken me three years maybe on a volunteer committee to sit with somebody for six months or a year to get to know them like this. And all of a sudden they're going, Hey, Asusena, how's your golf game? How you Hey, you want to go play golf in this charity tournament? You want to go to, and I was just like going, what is this? I saw the power that mm-hmm. golf has. And then it became clear to me. I started looking around and go, wait a minute, there's a hundred men here. And there's three or four women playing in this event. What's going on here? And then I started going, why aren't we here? Why aren't we here? And finally, go ahead. If you jump in at any point, because, you know, I'll I'll just keep going. (laughs) No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. No, I'm just like, yes, my goodness. Because, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know around what time was this happening. So this is about three years into me playing golf. You know, so just before 2008 or right around 2007, this was starting to happen. And I just didn't see any women, menos Latinas, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Golf right. So, then I said, so I was like, hmm. and I used to think, oh, they just don't want us here. You know, this is their, you know, the boys club. They don't want women here. Finally, they started saying, hey, I was saying, why don't you bring your girlfriends to come play in the tournament? I was like, okay. And I'm like, okay, who... Of my network of Latinas who plays golf, and I couldn't find them. Oh. And then I said, "Oh my God, okay, I have to do something about this." And it, I was just inspired, and I said, "I'm starting Latina golfers. I'm going to get us to play golf. I'm going to get us on the golf course. I am going to make sure that Latinas feel comfortable and have an avenue, a way to get into this sport, so that they can reap all of these." business benefits that surround the game of golf. And what I mean by that are opportunities because what golf does is offers you access to power and influence or just really cool people because it's a familia. And once you're in, 
you're in, you're a golfer. And the beautiful thing about it is that you don't have to be a great golfer. It's really not about your technical expertise of golf. Sure. If you're really great, technically people are impressed by that. They love that, but it's not about that. It's about understanding the business culture of golf and you will connect with anybody and they will respect you if you respect the game of golf. Wow. God, you know, so this happened in 2007, 2008. And I've been, you know, I, I was looking you up. I was looking, doing a bit of research before our interview today. And, you know, you were saying about how you were noticing that you were just less than a handful when you started off of Latinas and women, just women, right? Yeah, you know, women in general, playing at the tournaments that I went to. Right. And so I started thinking, I'm like, what is one of the top tier golf courses? And we all know about Augusta. And I remember reading an article back in 2012 about how Augusta finally opened up the membership to women. And I thought at that time when I read the article, I said, hello, why? Why is this such a private, like a bad, you know, I mean bad, but like a men's club where men are not allowed. And I thought that was like, I mean, it was messed up. But now that you're telling me this story, I understand that because it's always been about men, right? Who are the ones that are the movers and the shakers of this world? It's the men. And where do they do their business dealings? On the golf course. So, you know, now that you're putting everything into perspective, I'm like, now I see it. Like, I, like, wow, but you've done so much since then. You first started off with just a couple of women and then you started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I want, yeah, and I, believe me, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, because I, I, it's not like I was an expert. Yeah. I was just a newbie, a person that loved to play recreational golf. I mean, if I could be every day on a golf course, I'd be in heaven. I was that person. Now, in my background, I didn't really talk about it, but in my background, I did, you know, public relations, you know, grassroots outreach. I was always very tied into the Latino community. So that was not a big reach for me. So why was I able to do this, to create a movement from nothing, from really something that was, I'm not going to say it was foreign to our community, but whenever I would start, you know, when I first started, here's what I would do. I had some cards printed and I would go to every event that I was always at anyway. And I would pass out my cards here. I started Latina golfers I started Latina golfers. And, you know, you want to join, you want to join, you want to join. And they would look at a lot of people. Not everyone would look at me and go, why do I want to do that? Why would I want to do that when the stereotype of golf is just old white men playing golf and blah, blah, blah. And then I would tell them my experience and my story about how golf opened up my world and how it has the power to do that. And beyond business, it's just a beautiful sport to be a part of. You meet amazing people. You meet people from all over the world, become your instant friends because you're a golfer. And then they would their eyes would light up. You're like, oh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. And what I found is that, like myself, we have a disconnect. Our 
community, you know, whether you're immigrant or second, third, fourth generation, we don't have a background in the United States being in the world of golf. So why would we be in that world? So I don't blame anybody. So it was a little bit, there's a disconnect. And I said, I want to be the connect. I want to be the bridge for our ladies, our women, to be able to feel comfortable in that world, not intimidated by that world. And a lot of times it's our own intimidation. Anybody has this fear. When you don't know something, you don't understand something, you're not familiar with something, you're not just going to go show up. I'm not just going to go to a golf course. Why would I do that? But once you become more familiar with it and come to one of our events at a golf course, we might be doing a reception at a golf course. Once you step foot on that golf course, you go, hey, you know, it's not so bad. It's not so scary here. I can do this. And then you'll go back. So we just want to be that bridge, that welcome committee to our community, to the world of golf and to golf courses. And we've done that pretty well because we started with zero. (laughs) And now now we have over 2,000 members actually in LA County now that have come through our golf. So now what we do are golf clinics, golf lessons, golf outings. We even do golf destination trips. Everything surrounding golf, we're there. Wow. When you said golf destination, I'm like, take me. (laughs) Take me there. (laughs) As soon as this opens up, we're back on it. We used to go to Mexico every year. For four years, we went to this amazing spa and golf resort. We would just, just be in heaven for those days. And we would have like 35, 36 women coming on our trips nice this year we're going to do one in november you know you're the first person i've told it to oh well now you're going to tell everyone (laughs) (laughs) we are the first person i've even mentioned this to it's still in the works but it's going to happen of course partnering with a group called black girls golf (gasps) because they're our sisters yeah we have a group now we're calling sisters and amigas Okay. And so we're going to do our destination together the nice. first week of November in Palm Desert. So by then, things will have opened up. Yeah. Um, yep. We're going to be ready to do some golf, spa, workshops on golf. So you don't even have to be a golfer because we're going to do some beginner golf clinics. Okay. For those that might want to learn, but just go be in a great environment with some amazing women from all over the country. So I'll definitely let you know the minute that we have all the details. That would be amazing. Oh my God. I'm interested in the beginners. (laughs) But who knows? Maybe by then I'll be a lot better because I'm committed to playing golf. I am committed. So I don't know how it's going to happen. My husband is notorious. He loves to play golf. And, you know, I asked him, I said, so what's your handicap the other day? <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, my impressed. he's 15, he says. And I'm like, okay, not that I, well, not that I know much, but <laughs> I was like, oh, in the, in the, and so he's like, okay, you got the minus and then zeros and the, just the single digits. Those are like the pros, right? Yes. And so I'm like, 
just like, in the tier above that. So that's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, not too shabby. <laughs> shabby. But I'm gonna not too shabby at all. So I will announce you're also the first person I'm telling this because that was one of the phone calls I was on this morning. You know, because of COVID, we locked down a lot this past year because while we are able to go play golf as a foursome, I'm not able to do group golf. So I can't go take my 50, 70 women, 30 women. I can't go do that because that would be gathering and we can't do that right now. So as a group, we have not been able to get out. Yeah. But following the golf, county golf health guidelines, we are doing safe golf lessons starting in March. Where our ratio is a lot smaller. We'll have six students to one golf instructor. And so we're, I'm just going to announce them today. In fact, I haven't even done the flyer to announce it in social media. But it's going to be starting, I think it's if it's a Saturday, March 13th. So we're going to have, but they're going to be small lessons. So there's only six people. So if you want to do it, you got to sign up fast. They're going to be in Norwalk. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's like, it's kind of like one of those concerts. Like they sell out in like 15 minutes. You guys are going to be like in three minutes. It's done. <laughs> exactly. So we are going to do, they are going to let us do back to back to back. Like we'll have like, let's say a session at one o'clock and then another session at two 30. So we'll at least have 12 people, you know, at least that's yeah. something. It's a yeah. start. Yeah. It's, it's a start. Fun. It's better than nothing for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. So You've uh, concentrated here in Los Angeles area, Southern California. Do you see a future going national with LGA? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've done uh, Orange County, L.A. We're going to be doing Northern California probably later this year, Ontario, Riverside. But we do Texas. We've done Texas. We've done Texas in Houston, Dallas, Austin, but we haven't been back except for Houston okay so definitely Texas we're going to start to nurture again you know once things open up but with our zooms because now we do zooms what we've been doing are zooms since the lockdown with COVID and so we have uh, women from all over the country you know that are tuning into our zooms so it has definitely given us the groundwork to have a stronger national presence and so what we are going to do this year is launch a I didn't tell you but we have a program that we've been doing for four years called the Latina Leadership Through Golf Program but that it's a very awesome cool cool program because we select 20 women 20 Latinas from at this point the Southern California area where they have gotten intense golf lessons, classroom, you know, to learn about golf etiquette, golf rules, everything on that side. And then we take them to the golf course so that they get it all. You know, you get the lesson, then you actually take, we take you to the course so that you can experience what you just learned. So it's a full boot camp. So it's a pretty intense golf program. So we're going to launch that nationally. So I'm really excited about that. So probably starting, you know, 
May. That's going to be in full-blown action. National. Yes. Wow. That is huge. Yes. Wow. I mean, not too shabby from the days of not just being one of three, (laughs) one of five, right? And now we also have our own golf tournament. We didn't do it this last year, obviously, but we'll probably even, I'm even seriously considering doing it this year. We always did it sort of at the end of September. So we might still do it. And that one was 99% women. And we didn't care whether you were a beginner or not. It didn't matter. We just wanted you there. So that was a really fun experience so that women could see what it is to play in a charity golf tournament and feel comfortable about it so that when they do get invited to playing one, they can say yes. 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 Wow. That is fascinating. I want to be a part of one of those things (laughs) for sure. (laughs) For sure. So let me ask you, you know, now that you've been up and running since 2008, I mean, I'm sure you've seen so many Latinas, some badass golfers of any of the people that you that you brought on to LGA and you know under your toolage, have they gone to like massive, massive success, like at the top tier? Like, like for instance, like I know there's this woman by the name of Lizette Zalas, which I'm sure you know her. Have any of them gone through your doors and reached those levels? Well, here's what I will explain to you. Lisette is a member of Latina Golfers. Oh, yeah, she's a girl. We've been supporting her, what I mean by that, raising money, little fundraisers for her when she first first started out. Now she has made, oh, she's a multimillionaire through her work as a pro golfer. But when she was at college at USC, we supported her, cheered her on, because, I mean, there are very few Latinas that are on that track to be LPGA tour players. Really, to be on that level, you probably would have had to have started playing golf as a kid, oh, you know. Okay, okay. And yeah. nine, eight, you know, to be on that trajectory, yeah. that's like major. Okay, so that's college golf, you know, that's who they are. Now, have we seen that that finally start happening? Yes, some of the young girls that we mentor, uh, support, are finally on that track. But the big success for our women, who are already adults primarily when they join us, right. is how their lives are transformed because of golf. Yes. So most of them will tell me all the time. I get this every week. They'll say, oh my God, now, thank you, Latina golfers. Thank you, Asusena, because now that I'm a golfer, now my boss has invited me to go play golf with them at Business Golf. And uh, so they now have uh, access to the CEO of the company that they didn't have before. We've had some of our ladies who have been flown on private jets because the corporations, whatever retreat was at the Bahamas or something like that. And they're playing golf with their boss. So they're like flying to the Bahamas, to the corporation's retreat to play golf. They never would have had that kind of access. They tell me without having played golf. Others, you know, more realistic are the ones where, Now that I play golf, I'm able to invite my clients to go play golf. 
It opens up my world. Let's say they're in sales. And one of ours, I just love her to death, a millennial who is in sales at UPS. And she says, the first thing I do is I look in their office. If there's anything remotely golf related, I start talking to them about golf, you know, and then they like open up because once they know right. you're a golfer, you know, like you bond, you right. know, they're right. probably going to do business you over somebody that doesn't, you know, and right. her being a woman for a lot of our women, you know, they're very challenged by in a male dominated field. So they use that as a leverage for them. And so that works. So, so many of them have had so many business successes or a lot of doors open or more clients or bonuses or whatever, because now they can say they play golf and do play golf in a corporate setting. So that happens all the time. So I think, you know, people ask me, you know, what keeps you going? Cause it's not easy. You know, it's really difficult to, to keep a movement alive because I consider this a movement, you know? And so it is, it is. It is a movement and it can be lonely, you know? Yeah. I don't have a staff, you know, it's like you have to keep that energy going, going, going when maybe society is saying, no, you're saying, yes, we can, but they are what fuel me. You know, when they call me up or email me or text me, or just say, oh my gosh, this is it. Oh, look what, look what I got to do or whatever. And I just goes, yep, that's why we do this. Yeah. That is why I show up every day for them. And we do also, we weren't able to do it this year, but we try to share golf with our youth. So we do, I created a program called Golf in the Park. So what that does is that we take golf equipment, it's modified golf equipment, so it's safe, it's made out of plastic, and we take it to our county parks, and we do free golf lessons for the little girls there. So it's like we're bringing golf to them. We're not expecting them to go to the golf course, we're bringing golf to them and they get to experience golf. They get to meet our women golf coaches. So they see mentorship of Latinas. We invite some of our professional Latinas to come visit with them and they get to see, you know, um, women who are in banking or attorneys or in finance or engineers or whatever. And they like get exposed to a whole new world. So we do that. That's a part of what we do. And what's the age group? You said they were girls. How old are they? So these are girls. Like, we just go to the park, so it's who's ever there. Yeah, so there. it could be yeah. 6 to 17 years old. Oh, wow. In that age okay. group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm asking because I have an 8-year-old, and my husband's been promising to have her take lessons. Oh. But, ay, hombres, son hombres. <laughs> yeah. What I would recommend is all over the all over L.A. County, there is a program called, there's two programs. The first T, the first, first T, like the first T-E-E, like a T, okay. a golf team. And they provide great, that's a great program for youth. There's also the Southern California Golf Association that provides great lessons for youth. Uh, so those are ones that we endorse big time because they're very community-based yeah, they're very open to diversity and inclusion. Oh, absolutely. You know, we all know about uh, Tiger Woods and how he started golfing. He was a little boy. And so 
to just visualize these little Latinas playing. It's just coming. And becoming that level. Isn't that like phenomenal? What What you have done is provided a space and you have fulfilled not only your soul's contract, but their soul's contract. Yes. It is just beautiful. It's so magical. I'm so grateful that you're here with us because, I mean, golf has always been a man's type of thing, right? It's always been there. But you had this vision, this goal, and you made it happen. You manifested that. This is legacy. This is legacy. Did you ever think that it would get this big? I'm not sure what I thought at first, I don't know if I even dared to dream that big. What I will tell you for sure is that I was driven. Mm-hmm. I was driven by my passion to empower women, Latinas, and our community as a whole. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what drives me in life. So when I saw this space, that I knew would benefit our community as a whole and our women in particular, I said, I need to make that connection. And that's what I was driven by. So it wasn't like I was thinking, okay, one day it's going to be this, it's going to be that. I didn't even know what to think because it's so new. It doesn't exist because it doesn't exist. I didn't even know what to think. But I knew that I was going to do something and I knew I was going to show up every single day and I did. And then, you know, it's like the power of attraction or the law of attraction. You know, you put it out there. I put that energy out there. We're there. We're ready. We're open and we're going to knock down those doors if we have to. And we haven't really had to do that. So now, probably after 12 years, maybe now I might be in a place to go, okay, where do we want to go? <laughs> but up until now, There's it's this. just been driven by passion, my love, my commitment to our community. And then it just happens. It happens. You know, I think when you come from a space of service, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. that's the priority there, it does really happen. I see that. So I've never been like, okay, uh, you know, I want to make a lot of money at this. I want to, it's never been that. It's really been, I want to transform women's lives, our community's lives. I want to change the face of golf in the United States. And we're going to do it starting here. And that has been what has driven me. And maybe it's been slow. It's been a slow progress. But who would have, I would not have imagined that we would be where we are, uh, you know, in in 12 years. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. This is beautiful. You know, I always believe, too, that if you come from a space of service, everything else will fall into place. The money will come. It'll come. There's no doubt. Because it's not that you're doing it just for yourself, for your own benefit. You're including the community. You are including your seres queridos, tu familia, right? And it is just one of those things that if you draw in, you go in and you have this burning desire that you know there's other people, other Latinas, other women that could enjoy this. You're just bursting out and wanting to show it to the world. And when you have that, you have those, I call those divine messages from above. I believe in God and the universe. And I don't know. I mean, there's some amigas that don't, but I truly believe 
that you receive this message and you need to do something because you've been given a voice. You've been given a voice. You've been given this in your heart. And the best way to do it is just to pour out your soul to be of service. Yes. I thank you so much for that. I mean, you, wow. You know, you have 2000 members and that's just you, you created this and this is beautiful. And I'm so honored that you're here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that in golf, I know there's like strategies and all that stuff, but I really wanted you to come on because amigas out there who are not playing golf, they need to understand how, how amazing it is and how important it is, not only for, for uh, your business, but also for the community, for us to be together, to unite in one mind, soul, and heart. So I'm truly honored that you're here. Thank you so much, Sena. Thank you so much for that acknowledgement, that validation. That also keeps me going to see that people, women are moved and touched and inspired to give golf a a try. It might not be for everybody, but hey, I promise you. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a beautiful tool that we can use to enhance our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I guess my brother and his wife, they play golf and um, they invited us to play golf. And my, my husband, as you know, I, like I said, his handicap is pretty high. So for him, it's like, do uh, must we go play golf? (laughs) But I'm like, yes, yes, we're going to go play golf because I have that, but I'm like that curiosity. And I'm like, now that I have Azucena, claro, voy a jugar. Like, yeah. I think I told you, there are just some little tips that you should know when you go out there to keep it fun for you. And You know, because obviously when you're going to do something that you know nothing about, it can either be a great experience or very frustrating because the thing about women is that we're perfectionists. We want to be so good at it, even if it's the first time we ever do it. So if you can just keep it light and fun and the important thing is just to try it. Yeah. Hit that ball. You might not even hit the ball. Who cares? Who cares? If you're able to hit the ball. Then just pick it up, go put it wherever their ball is, and just keep going. Just keep the flow going, and that will make your experience a lot better and theirs a lot better, too. Definitely. I'm going to keep that in mind. And I'm sure my husband's going to be pick up my bomb foot next to his. <laughs> oh, amigas, amigas out there. Okay. So I always ask all of my ladies that come and talk to me here, here at Amiga Handle Your Shit, what are a couple of tips that you have that what amigas can do to handle their shit? <laughs> well, I would say show up, Ooh. you know, because I know me, I know for me personally, some days I don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things that go through our, our minds, you know, maybe today I'm afraid I might be full of fear of taking that next step or maybe I said yes to this project and it's way bigger than I imagined or there are a lot of you know those that voice in our heads that's not even real it's just a freaking voice that is there or it's not really there we just let it create it 
And once you're able to just say, you know what, that's not real. That's not even real. And you know what? It might be a big project, but today I'm just going to show up. And even if I just do this much, Mm. even if I show up and just do this much, the energy shifts. The energy like just starts flowing at least that's been my personal experience because I, you know, I do this alone. I mean, I have the support of an amazing group of women, but I'm here by myself every day. And you have to motivate yourself every day to move forward. How do I take the next step? How do I get sponsors? How do I this? How do I that? So to handle your shit, at least step number one, show up. Just show up and you would be surprised what happens just by showing up. Mm. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, that voice, I call it the monkey brain. It's like constant, like, you're like, okay, stop it already. Stop because I ain't hearing you right now. Uh Uh-uh, not today, Uh -uh. not today. Show up. Show up, says Azucena, show up. Yes, and get your shit done. <laughs> Handle your shit by showing up. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God. I wish you that LGA become international, fully, fully international. This is a beautiful legacy that you created. And I'm truly honored that you're here with us at Amiga Handle Your Shit. I love it, Jackie. I'm going to handle my shit and everybody else's too. So thank you for inviting me. Thank you for welcoming us into your family. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.